I'm joined now by Republican Senator Ron Johnson of Wisconsin. Senator, thanks for joining uh, on such an important issue. Obviously, as I mentioned, President Zelensky is coming before the entire Senate tomorrow morning. Is there anything that you could hear from the Ukrainian president that he could say that could change your mind on getting a Ukraine aid bill passed before the end of the year? Well, Caitlin, well, first of all, I'm, I'm highly sympathetic with the courageous people of Ukraine who have been invaded by the war criminal Putin. Uh, there's absolutely no doubt about that. At the same time, I'm, I'm highly sympathetic to all the families who have lost loved ones to fentanyl overdoses. I'm, I'm highly sympathetic to uh, the, the young women who are sex trafficked uh, because of our open borders. Uh, President Biden and the Democrats' open border policy is a clear and present danger to America. About six million migrants during his administration have entered this nation. Either they've been encountered, processed, and dispersed, or about 1.7 million have been detected as gotaways. We have no idea who these people are or where they are. Where they are. And when you have Hamas calling for days of rage and the FBI director saying that uh, all, the, all the flashing lights, uh, you know, all the danger signals are flashing right now, it's something we need to be concerned about. So, you know, un unfortunately, this is about the only leverage Republicans have to force this administration to actually secure the border. And I think we ought to take that opportunity because this is our top our top national security and homeland security uh, so, priority, priority is to secure that border. I understand this is a, a big push from Senate Republicans. They want immigration changes tied to a part of this. I want to talk about your views on the border, what you think needs to happen. But but on this issue specifically, is do you believe that Ukraine aid, another fun, round of funding, will get passed this year, which the White House says it urgently needs to happen, not be punted to 2024? That's hard to say. We have to secure our border, not just getting minor immigration changes. We actually have to secure the border. It's a national security imperative priority for America. Uh, in terms of what happens in Ukraine, uh, you know, unfortunately, unfortunately, uh, we're into the 22nd month of now what is just a, a bloody stalemate. Um, it's not a fair fight. Ukraine cannot really do what would be necessary to uh, really defeat Russia. So the only way this war ends is through a negotiated settlement. Every day that goes by, more Ukrainians die, more Russian con conscripts die. I take no, no pleasure in that. Uh, more of Ukraine is destroyed. So I think the strategy on the part of uh, the administration in Ukraine should be trying to you know, use whatever aid they get to try and bring uh, Putin to a negotiated settlement. But if you don't give them any aid, I mean, what does that look like, a negotiated settlement? What do you think that they, they should cede? How do they decide what to give up to Russia? Well, again, it's very difficult to say exactly what they need. We, we've heard different things. Uh, for one thing, we've heard uh, an advisor, President Zelensky, say they're stealing their, like there's no tomorrow. Uh, we heard that uh, Ukraine's, you know, pretty good funding through the winter, and then all of a sudden now it's the end of December. So, unfortunately, you, you cannot trust this administration to tell you the truth. Uh, I'd like to get the truth out of them. Don't know that's really going to be uh, uh, forthcoming. But, again, the top priority of our nation right now is to secure our border not just minor well, immigration Senator, reform and not send American tax, tax, tax dollars over to Ukraine, as sympathetic, as sympathetic as I am with the Ukrainian people. Those questions you have about the policy, I mean, wasn't there a briefing on Capitol Hill last week where administration officials were there talking about why they needed more aid for this funding? Did you ask them those questions then? They were asked. They don't, they don't answer the questions. Again, one, one senator who'd been, you know, brief said that, uh, you know, Ukraine had, uh, you know, they're going to be fine through the end of the winter and asked the question, so why now is it the end of December? 
you'll get a straight answer out of them. So again, you you simply can't trust this administration to tell you the truth. But did you ask those questions? I asked, uh, what is the end game here? Yeah, I, I asked, uh, you know, when, when I was at uh, President Zelensky's inauguration, when I met with him uh, two months later, because I was the European, the, the chairman of the European Subcommittee on Foreign Relations. Back then, President Zelensky wanted a peace agreement with Putin. This is when Putin had already annexed Crimea and was firmly in control of eastern Ukraine. He wanted to do a peace deal. I don't know what changed from then to now. I know the impeachment was well, not he helpful invaded. to Ukraine. I don't think Putin invaded. ever would have invaded Ukraine. under Trump. But again, he's, he invaded because of the weakness of this administration. It's a tragedy. It's okay, a tragedy saying, what's happened because of President Biden's weakness. Senator, okay, but you're saying you, you don't understand what changed. I mean, Russia did invade. We all watched it, of course, and it's that invasion is still going on. But you talk about your, your concern for the Ukrainians and what happens there. I understand you don't like what you're hearing from the White House, but is the answer to that stopping all funding from from to Ukraine from the U.S.? Because they're celebrating it, what happened in the Senate last week on Russian I've, state I've, TV. I've, and, I've, and I've said repeat. Well. I've, I've said repeatedly, I would not only vote for, but I would promote funding for Ukraine if it is made contingent on actually securing the border by establishing metrics, monthly metrics that the administration would have to meet before the funding would flow on a monthly basis. I would vote for that. I would promote it. But this administration must secure the border before we send additional funding to Ukraine. It's, it's an easy proposition. We would be doing the administration an enormous political favor if we force them to secure the border. That would take one of the biggest problems President Biden has in terms of his reelection off the table. We would force him to do yeah. that. We'd be doing him a huge favor. I don't know why he doesn't understand that. Uh, what you're asking for, and I'm not sure how this would work, is basically you want aid to Ukraine conditioned on, on how many people are crossing the U.S. southern border. I, I think that's a big question. Yes. But before I let you go, Senator, I do want to ask about this. Obviously, it's your home state. Ten Republicans who signed paperwork falsely claiming that Trump won there in the 2020 election have now agreed to withdraw that paperwork, acknowledge that Joe Biden did win the election, and also agree to, to not serve as an elector in the 2024 election or in any election where Trump is on the ballot. But there is one person who still serves, Robert Spindell, in a state agency that is responsible for administering elections and certifying the results. Do you think that he should resign from that, given the role he played in the fake elector scheme? No, again, there was an active court case. There are all kinds of irregularities in Wisconsin in the 2020 election. And in order to make sure that uh, the case just wasn't uh, determined to be moot, they had to have an alternate slate of electors, just like Democrats have done repeatedly in all kinds of different states. There was nothing untoward about what they did. There was nothing illegal about what they did. They were just an alternate slate of electors. They were going to court. They had $2.4 million on the line in damages if they lost this case at trial, that's why I, I, they, I know they, they they've been harassed. They, they, but to say, you're I, saying I, re they I realize Democrats wrong? have used the civil courts to harass these poor individuals. It's unfortunate. It's a travesty. But that's what Democrats do. They, they view politics as a blood sport. It was unfortunate. These folks did nothing different than what many Democrats have done in, in many states they certainly throughout did, our history. Senator, I mean, there were multiple slates of fake, ele fake electors, including in your home state. They're acknowledging that they were playing a role in trying to improperly overturn the election. That's what they said. They, they got themselves agreement. out of a nuisance lawsuit. They, they agreed to get to settle a nuisance lawsuit that never should have been brought. So you think it's There's fine a that someone. There's a travesty of justice. You think it's fine that someone who, who tried to overturn a legitimate election is still on a Democrat board. Democrat electors have done that repeatedly. Democrats have done. 
Which Democrats one? have done the same thing. In, Republicans in Wisconsin, have never tried to criminalize them. Fake slates of electors. No, it's, it's happened in different states. I, Which I, I one, didn't come sir? prepared to give you the exact states, but it's happened. It's happened repeatedly. It has happened repeatedly. Just go check the books. Which books? I mean, there have been alternate slates of electors by Democrat uh, electors in our history. Again, I, you didn't. This wasn't what this interview is going to be about. I'll, I'll come and I'll provide you the information, but I'm okay. absolutely I look forward to that. I look forward to your office sending that information. We'll publish it if it's, if we'll it's accurate. That. Senator Ron Johnson, a busy day ahead on Capitol Hill. Thank you for your time tonight.